This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. I am a hassle. Ian's <laughs> at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. When you yell, sometimes things fly out of your mouth. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. I'm here. Hello, everybody. Hi. How are you? Hey, hi. How are you? And welcome to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Row. Tiwi and Ray Row today. Yes, will be leaving us after ENN to go to the pregame show. Don, why no batting practice show today? Because it's the first game in a new city. That's right. There will be a batting practice show tomorrow, according no, to the that's their mistake. Right. Am, I, am I right, Don? Wake up, Flip. Yeah, I, I can't say that. Hi, Don. Hi, Peter. It had its moments. Of what? <laughs> I like that. Good evening to Peter. I want to service everyone. He's a giver. Yeah, he is. He very is. Very generous. Very generous. A giver. And let's say hi to our good friend, Paul. You stink. <laughs> Keep quiet. Sounded a lot like the past when he's also yelled, you stink. He stinks? Yeah. Yeah. Paul he's, had a lot to say. A lot of angry Yankee fans, rightfully he, so. He stinks! Yeah. He, we've heard that from you before. Yeah. Sure, sure. <sighs> Paul always brings it, though. You know what you're going to get when uh, when Paul calls into the show. So You're going to find out that someone stinks. That someone stinks, and he's very uh, angry. Very, sure. very angry. Sure. Um, but we have a lot of things that happened over the weekend and even just today that are kind of weird around... Uh, around sports, let's start. Uh, actually, let's start with one thing. Don, did you uh, did you go back to boxing today? Coming back from vacation? Oh sure. You're a big boxing guy, right? I hate boxing. What I've been doing lately is kickboxing. Got a good future. Don McGregor's kickboxing update. <laughs> yeah. All right. Diana, the first, the first day back after vacation is uh, is tough, but. Uh, Kimball got me right back on track. You love Kimball. I love the guy. I really do. He's a nice man. And he listens to the show, and he's a big fan of yours, Peter. When's he getting on, Don? No, we got to do it. He'd be a perfect DNN guest. Okay. I'll, I'll, I've got a doctor's appointment on Wednesday, so I gotta, I'm gonna, we got a boot camp on Thursday, so I'll talk to him then. Okay, perfect. Thursdays are boot camp day, Peter, because we go different, different things we've got to do, and you go from uh, section to section. Working with ropes and weights. Oh, it's fantastic. Well, I love change that you're into life. this. I, I'm ready, too, because I got to tell you, Don, I, I got to change up my situation. I'm, I'm just me just doing like my cardio. I, I need to I need to lift. I need to get stronger. I need to stretch. There's a lot of work to be done. I want to well, service I, everyone. Listen, I'm, I'm not getting paid. I'm, and I have never said the name of the kickboxing place. So it's not like it's an endorsement or anything, but I would definitely recommend you check it out. It's fun. It's an hour. You get plenty of cardio, stretching. It's a really great, fun workout that I'm actually thinking of doing more than three days a week. I'm going to hopefully graduate to maybe trying to do it every day. Every day. Peter, look at him. He's dedicated. Every day, Don? Well, I'm seeing results. And once you see the results, it's addictive, right? So I, I... what is the word Michael uses that he always used to describe me as? Hmm. Like that I'm not. I, I don't move. I don't do anything. Peter, help like, me out. Sounded like like uh, sedentary. Like, yes. He's and it, <laughs> yeah. and offended me. But you were you were rather sedentary. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm not anymore. 
and I don't. My knees don't ache. My back doesn't ache like it used to. I can carry the kids like they're nothing. Go yep. up the stairs. I love so what I'm seeing. I, I I'm just telling you, if you're looking for a new way to work out, and you have the means, it's not that expensive. But you know, it's it, it's you know, it's not free. It'll cost it's you. Is what free. you're saying? The, 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 I think I think that you would have fun. I'm glad that you're enjoying it, Don. We and we'd like to see video at some point, if possible. It makes us happy that you're happy. That's right, and we, and we want and we want you alive and well. We don't want you just keeling over. You stink. Right. Keep quiet. No. Well, you know who uh, you know who James Harden wants to keep quiet. That's Daryl Morey. Oh, he thinks he stinks. Uh, at an Adidas press event in China. This is, of course, after Adrian Wojnarowski reported, our Adrian Wojnarowski reported on Saturday, that uh, Philly ended talks to trade their unhappy star, James Harden. Um, he had some conversations with the Clippers, or the Sixers had conversations with the Clippers, which was Harden's desired destination. But the plan is now to bring Harden to camp with Philly to start the season. Well, at an Adidas press event in China today... James Harden said, Daryl Morey's a liar, and I will never be part of an organization that he's part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be part of an organization that he's a part of. The irony of this happening in China is not lost on anybody, right? No. Um, so Kyrie responded to Woj, saying the disgruntled Harden on X, that's right, X Twitter, um, that the disgruntled Harden said he'd never play for Morey again. Kyrie wrote, is he disgruntled, Adrian, or is he holding Daryl Morey accountable for his dishonesty and lack of transparency throughout the contract negotiation process this summer? So these two have talked, clearly. Mm. And Harden is not happy with the way that Morey has handled James Harden this offseason. Well, he opted into the money Mm -hmm. and expected to be traded. Right. And nobody probably wants him. So Morey, rightfully so, says we're not going to move him because I don't know if anybody wants him. He's 33 years old. There's at least evidence that when things don't go well, he'll give up. Yeah. No, 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 no. He might give up. Thank you. Okay. Remember what happened when he was unhappy in Houston? Yeah, right, he so gave up. And how he came there... into camp that year in the season? Uh, now, he was, he was a bit team? of a large marge. Is that what you're referring to? Oh, yeah. Now, we all know that training camp is Fugazi. Look in the NFL. Nobody's plays, nobody goes, nobody It's cares. It's Yo-Yo Bumchuck as a wise So the NBA, NHL, you can imagine that they're nothing. So I, I'm sure by the time we get to the season, somebody will be intoxicated by the talent and make a deal. Maury is playing this close to the vest. I get it, but I'm sure he made the statement that he's not going anywhere because he can't move them. Now, Harden's not going to admit that because it makes him look bad. So now it looks like he's disingenuous because he probably told Harden, I'm going to try to move you. But he probably can't. But he doesn't way, want to say he can't move him, so he's making it seem like, oh, we'll keep him. But I'm way, sure he's going to get dealt. I love, I love Kyrie weighing in his in his defense. I mean, he, dude, he left Brooklyn probably because of you. Just to be clear, that's how he ended up here. <laughs> yeah. You know what was great also about Kyrie that I saw over the weekend, or I think it might have been Friday. Huh? He was on Twitch or YouTube. One of his one of the ways that he streams and said he still owes our friend Mike Guns and Dave Portnoy one on ones in basketball. Because they both challenged him and he accepted. <laughs> I, I like that he says he's going to do it. He said I kind of want to see it, though. He said he was going to play against Portnoy also? Yes. Wow. Because I think it started with Guns doing a story about that. And then Kyrie's like, well, I'll take you on two Guns. And you know Guns isn't going to back down. No. So that'll be pretty cool. I want to see that. That'll be pretty funny.
And by the way, I mean, for people who don't know, I mean, Guns is an, is an up-and-coming broadcast talent. If you're going, why don't I know who that is that he's having a battle with? I don't want you to think that it was not random. It was very random. Oh, no. Like, we're talking about it like it's casual news at this point. It's, it's only a testament to Kyrie's willingness to get into it with whoever has got words. They can catch it with Kyrie. Absolutely. Let's hear from Bobby Marks, by the way, about the Harden situation earlier on SportsCenter. When you look at it from the business perspective here, if he does not come to training camp and he withholds for 30 days, withhold means does not report, similar to to kind of what Ben Simmons did. But this is a lot different than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons had four years left on his contract. James Harden is in the last year of his contract. And why that matters is, is that there is a clause in the collective bargaining agreement. This is not new. This was in it before Ben Simmons, before James Harden, but there is a clause in it called withholding services and I will read it for you. A player who withholds playing services called for a player by a player contract for more than 30 days after the start of the last season covered by his player contract shall be deemed not to have completed his player contract by rendering the playing services called for thereunder. Accordingly such player shall not be a veteran free agent. Here's why it's important and shall not be entitled to negotiate or sign a player contract with any other professional basketball team unless and until the team for which the player last played, the Sixers, expressively agreed otherwise. So in a nutshell, if James Harden withholds services and does not come to Philadelphia, he will not become a free agent next offseason unless the 76ers say so. And they wouldn't do that if he doesn't show up. But as you pointed out, Don, either he's going to show up or he's going to get traded. I'd like to point out that a lot of words were just said in that clip. Well, he read words. he read it. He read it something from a collective bargaining agreement. Those aren't I, exactly four-word sentences. There had no. to be like an alley. There had to be a street that would have gotten you from point A to point B much faster. Maybe like those last route. 10 seconds? Where yeah, the last 10. When he said, in other words, just start there, bud. Go ahead. Sorry. But That's no, I mean, uh, it's listen, listen I, I appreciate Bobby giving us... You know, it's not like you know he could just hold out and nothing will happen to him. This is this is big for him, especially right. with this being the last year of his deal. Then he can't be a free agent unless the Sixers allow him to be, and they're not going to do that if he withheld his services from them for the whole year. So that's something to keep an eye on. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody we don't have to keep an eye on anymore. Speaking of holdouts, Zach Martin, he's going yeah. to Cowboys training camp in Oxnard, California, because he Oof. reached an agreement with Dallas on a reworked contract that will pay him north of eighteen million. In each of the next two years, sources tell our Adam Schefter uh, earlier today. And both years are fully guaranteed. So Zach Martin, not going to become a Jet, will not be traded, which is something that Bart Scott was hoping for. He will be playing for the Cowboys under a new deal this year. Had a hunch. Had a hunch Dallas wasn't going to part ways with him. You had to. You had to make it work, right? My my wacky. That that was my wacky opinion. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. Great quarterback protection doesn't just come wandering down the street every day. I'm no. a Giant fan. I know that. Yeah, you sure do. I know that. Patchwork is not a compliment. No, no. And Zach Martin is certainly not somebody you could just replace being an all-pro guard. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I don't even know how to 
preface the story about, let's go with weird, uncomfortable, strange, all of it. Um, Rays, the Rays have placed shortstop Wander Franco on the restricted list today. Um, the Rays said the decision was mutual, and it would last through their current six-game road trip in San Francisco and Anaheim. Major League Baseball's inquiry, conducted by its Department of Investigations, is looking into a number of social media posts concerning the 22-year-old Franco's relationship with a woman in the Dominican Republic where he grew up. Um, the belief is that there's a possibility that she is underage hmm. um, for a 22-year-old to be having a relationship with. Um, or or anyone legally for that matter. Yes, anyone legally. 18. I was, yes. Um, so they're, they're saying, and it, it came from, she put up a post. Right. She called him a pedophile in a, in a post. And tried uh-huh. to, and I think she, he tried to give her hush money, or there was an attempt at money to be exchanged, and that didn't happen. Um, it was very, you know, anybody can allege anything, but with MLB is taking this very seriously, and so are the Rays. They're not. We he's not to. part of the. He's not part of the uh, traveling party with the team. He's on the restricted list. Um, this is a very, very strange story. Yeah, and God, with the age is fourteen. That's the rep- That is the belief. Now he's twenty-two. Yes. Um, so if he thought she was of age, it's not that crazy for a 22-year-old to date an 18-year-old. But, you know, I don't know if he knew or didn't know or she's extorting money from him or whether he's a pedophile. I don't, I, I don't know. But uh, Major League Baseball has no choice but to pull him out of the lineup and investigate it. Take it as seriously as possible. You have no choice. And if he turns out to be completely innocent, then you feel bad for him. If he's falsely accused, but can Major League Baseball take that chance that it did happen, and you let him play? No, you know it's a it's a tough spot. By the way, the uh, the media office of the attorney general in the Dominican Republic told the AP in a statement: there are investigations regarding that matter. So this is being looked at from all angles. Something uh, we will have to monitor. Um, you know, what's, you know, it never works out well when you're already in a bad. You already did something that's bad, and then you try to throw money at it to go away and the person doesn't accept it that's not what you're looking for and again this is all from social media posts and things of that nature but all we know is that based on the posts which whether some are true or some are not true MLB and the Dominican Republic are looking into this regarding Wander Franco so definitely he's a hell of a player too and he's a hell of a player uh, just signed a uh, an 11 year 182 million dollar contract extension uh, in November of 2021 so yeah, this is um, this is troubling. Uh, something else that was troubling from earlier today. Barton Hahn discussed this at length, actually. Um, Michael Orr, you guys remember him? He was subject yep. of the film The Blind Side. Um, he is alleging now that his adoption was a lie. He's asked a Tennessee probate court to end a conservatorship by Sean and Leanne Tui, who have long claimed they adopted Michael Orr. In the petition, Orr said the conservatorship cost him all the money he would have earned from the Oscar-nominated movie The Blind Side, which grossed more than $300 million worldwide. Orr said he was told by the couple that there was essentially no difference between adoption and conservatorship. That is not true. The Tui family could not immediately be reached by ESPN. Um, again, another... Uh, Michael A. Fletcher has the story on ESPN right now. It's the main story on the page if you want to go take a look at it. One of our reporters... Um, Boy, this is from that story being such a feel-good story, and that family, and how I think the 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 wife Leanne's a motivational speaker now. Uh, if this is true, and he was in a conservatorship, and they've just been 
taking all the possibility I, of making money from this kid. I not a kid like, anymore, but this is just terrible. I feel like I have this. I don't want to speak at a school. Please don't. I feel like it's not the first time that I've heard there might have been something going on there. Right. Well, didn't Orr say something about, you know, the movie isn't a, isn't an exact portrayal of what happened? Yeah, I feel like from the like not from the very beginning, but short like after the movie was a big success. I feel like it's always been a little bit like, well, and I mean, you know, but I'll tell you what you give people a give people a nice movie about the white savior going to save the poor black child. Oh, people, they run to the theater. They can't. They, they fo- they'll hand over their wallet and say, just give me whatever back you think I should take back. Well, I need to see this film. Well, the movie I never saw it. Th- I know. I, I had never want no interest. It looked so cheesy from jump. I was yeah. just like, eh. And yeah, you know, it's 2009. Let's move on. I mean, the, the, when I heard this story, I'm like, the, the movie was 15 years ago. I'm good. I now, wish everybody. It, it, I wish everybody the best of luck. I hope everybody gets what they deserve. I'm good. Yeah, I want Michael Orr to get. If, that, if this that, is true, I want Michael Orr to get his money. That's, that's really well, you know, it is, it is, so no, 2009. <laughs> but, but but by the way, but don't at the same time you can't blow past. To Anthony's point, here's what I'll say about this though: if they've literally been running a charity and making like lots of money and speaking to people like they're an inspiration, and they tricked a guy and didn't pay him anything for his story. Whew, that's pretty wild. No, and, and and again, I hope everybody gets what they deserve. But I'm in, in other words, if that part's true, yeah, you mean someone to shoot the fair one with them right in the hallway. Mm. So that's what you mean. Wow! Don't put words in my mouth. That's a reference. But you're right. Uh, something that's been coming up a lot on this station. Ty Butler actually will be following Larry Hardesty, following us today. So keep track of that. Wait, so us. we're getting we're getting a laha followed by a Ty boo, a, a Ty <laughs> D Butler vehicle. Um, Ty has been uh, vocal on uh, X and Twitter as he as he is to do, uh, saying that uh, he finds it odd that there are so many people that would be okay with the Giants missing the playoffs this year after making the playoffs last year. Um, so he asked Jordan Renan on one of his shows uh, this weekend, "Would it be a disappointment if the Giants missed the playoffs?" I don't know. I feel like they have eight, nine win talent overall, uh, and so do I think you know if they go eight and nine or a couple things go don't go in their favor and they go seven and ten is it a, is it a disappointment? Maybe a little bit, but I don't think it's a step backwards. Uh, how about we we term it that way? Yeah, if they don't make the playoffs, it's disappointing because they made it last year and won a playoff game. But I don't think it necessarily would be a step back if they went eight and nine and didn't make the playoffs and had some injuries that they just ultimately weren't able to overcome yet i need to see it i, I, don't I know. agree I, we play this game all the time in the end of what if they finish eight and nine what if they finish nine and eight i need to see it you know is there a world that they could play better and daniel jones is great but they don't catch the breaks they caught last year and finish you know nine and eight and miss the playoffs that i could look back at it and go i think they're moving in the right direction yes so they're just so cut and dried it's so easy to say well they don't make the playoffs because like i said the next step, if the Giants are going to take a step ahead of last year, they're playing in a championship game. I love the Giants. I don't see them playing in a championship game. Do you? No, I don't. A lot of things have to break right for that to happen. I know Peter yeah, but after the same all, way. Hey, but hold on, guys. Just for a second. Let's be fair. They were they hung with the Eagles for at least 90 seconds. 90 I never, I never liked the way that you, that you portray that, to be honest with you, Peter. Everybody what do you mean? Knew- 
because so accurate. But everybody knew the Eagles were a better team. I know, but that but it still it still supports All the point that right you couldn't year two go. Oh, I think we're ready for a championship. Right, a lot would have to change. Well, again, a lot. The, they weren't that's, close. That's why I get so frustrated with the with the wins and losses. What the record's going to be because I need to see what it looks like. Because last year they were nine seven and one. There were a bunch of games that could have went the other way. They don't get the two-point conversion against Tennessee. Uh, Jacksonville gets that yard to score a touchdown. The turnover against Baltimore. You know, they're not in the playoffs. And they uh, no offense to any Viking fan out there, they got the team everybody wanted in the playoffs. So, yeah, on the surface, you look at a winning record and a playoff win on the road. It's very difficult to win playoff games on the road. But really, when you look at it with the wide-angle lens, as Bob Oshusen likes to say, they caught some breaks. They caught the right team in the playoffs. They could be a much better team next year and not make the playoffs. So I need to see it because they might be eight and nine guys, and we might be doing jumping jacks on the direction this team's going because it's all about how Daniel Jones plays. If, so it, true. If they stink and Daniel Jones is great, I mean, I have a difficult time believing they would stink if he was great. But if he plays great, I'm good because that's what they invested a lot in. They'd be able to build around that. Heck, they can go 9-7-1 and one again, and if Daniel Jones plays exactly like he played last year, I don't think that's a good thing, is it? No, it's not. So can we watch it first? For God's sakes, man. Ty, Ty, Don wants you to watch the season first, okay? Ty will be on you- at 10 o'clock. Oh, I was to say, he's there really early. On 98.7. I would be surprised. He works hard. No, he is a, he is a Now, we do have to say goodbye to Yes, and I'll wrap Why? up in here. But Well, because they have to go to the pregame show. No, no. But you can hear the rest My of the show. The pregame I get. It's the, it's the batting practice yo-yo stuff. That's the one that hurts you. <laughs> right here on 98.7, you can hear the rest of the show until Ray 7. Rowe. One more note for me, specifically just for me. Uh, Cal McCarr, the uh, great Colorado defenseman, Don, will be on the NHL 24 cover Uh-oh. this year. They don't really have the curse that everybody else does, though. Good. They they they, they, they just have the cover athlete. Trevor Zegers had an okay year. Sarah Nurse was fine mm, in yeah, international I, play. Do you have the stats there in front of you? Of Zegers? No, of 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 the curse of previous of players. the NHL curses. Well, yeah, well McDavid's been on it like twice. Well, since 1997, only two players have made it out of the first round. Since 97. Ah. Now, Kane won a cup, and there was somebody else I don't remember that made it to the second round. Otherwise, missed playoffs out in the first round. So that, to me, is a pretty decent curse. But it's not the same as broken it's not leg the season Madden, over. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, exactly. I mean, the Madden curse, you, we're not, not talking about seasons. We're talking about guys not being able to fix yeah, you, you can't. You can't, yeah, no, you can't even live anymore. It's not even, it's your sport, sports is out of the picture. And plus the NHL, listen, you could be great and, and be bounced in the first round. We've seen that so many times. But it is weird. Since 1997, you know, we're talking twenty over 25 years and only two made it out of the first round? So no. So in that, in that regard, yes. Not the, not the disastrous uh, career-possibly-altering curse, but maybe not necessarily uh, being as good in the playoffs. I actually uh, signed up with EA to be a beta tester for the game. You did? Um, yes, and they gave me a, a time that did not work with me, so I could not do it. Oh, you gotta, they got to work with you, man. You're on an afternoon drive show in New York. You're a television personality for guys. Yeah, they, <laughs> did, did, they know, did they know this is a top 30 ranked radio show? <laughs> in the world? Um, <laughs> that's going to do it for ENN uh, today on this Monday. Michael, back tomorrow. I don't know if I want him back. I, I Really, I'm enjoying what? these shows. See? See? That's why. 
That's why people speculate. And, There's and, maybe and something you know there. And I and I I, I can finally articulate it into words when we come back. Oh, when no, I Michael say Kay. when I say that Anthony Pusick and and Andrew Gunling were better than Peter, I, I want to rephrase it when we come back. You have a way to rephrase it. I have a way. way Is to it going to make me feel better or worse? Better. Okay. Uh, that, that, then I look forward to it. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.